morning, good afternoon, good evening. My name is Marty Plum, and I'm your host of a pen and a napkin podcast, the weekly coaching clinic that you can carry around with you in your pocket. Welcome to Foundation Friday number 101. And this week, we are going to talk about evaluating your youth program at the end of your season and what are the things that you should or could be talking about with your youth coaches, with your youth committee, however your youth system is uh, structured in your program. And so last night, we had a meeting uh, with my youth coaches and some of my youth committee members uh, about the season. And we are, like most people, wrapping up our youth season. And we might have a tournament or two left with one or two teams, but we're pretty much done. And so what we wanted to do is have a discussion with the pertinent people involved and just talk about the things that we felt like were really important to talk about while it was fresh in our minds. So I've got a a list of a bunch of things that we talked about in our meeting, and and hopefully it'll help you out as you reevaluate your youth program going on to the spring, the summer, and the fall. Uh, First thing we talked about was money and financial situation and where we were at financially, where we are at financially, how much money we have in in our bank account, and what we are going to charge our players next season based on that that number and it's it's a fine line between because you want to keep this as cheap as you possibly can but at the same time you want to be able to have it be somewhat of of a an expense for a family because you want that emphasis on the investment and you don't want them to skip your basketball sessions or practices because they say, well, I paid more for soccer or something else. Uh, So therefore, you want them there at your stuff. (coughs) Excuse me. Second thing that we talked about was when we were going to have folks sign up. And one of the things that we ran into last year was uh, folks not getting signed up in time. They want to sign up late. And you know, then they, uh, you know, it causes a little bit of chaos because you're trying to order uniforms late, you're ordering shooting shirts late, et cetera, et cetera. So we set, uh, uh, what we'll probably be doing is we'll be setting a, a date of April 1st where we're going to open up signups for next fall, and we're going to close that at uh, on April 30th. And then we're going to assess a, a small late fee for anybody that were to sign up later. And, and we want to be upfront about that to try and encourage people to get them to sign up before April 30th so we could start getting our stuff figured out and not rushing around. You know, it, you know let's say we have our signups and we have our signups in mid-October. Well, what if we need a second coach for a team? What if we need more uniforms than what we anticipated? What if we don't have enough uniforms or, or we need different sizes for players? All of those type of things. So uh, the earlier you can get your signups done, the better. Uh, we talked about the structuring of teams. Uh, our philosophy is uh, we start our teams in third grade. We want our third grade, fourth grade, fifth grade teams to be as as even as possible uh, without, uh, you know, and, and it's never going to be perfect, but we want to try and keep those teams as even as possible if we have more than one team at a grade level. Starting around sixth grade, then we start thinking about the A and B concept. Uh, again, if we have more than one team. One of the things that we talked about was uh, if we have, let's say, a fourth grade team and we have 16 or 18 players out and 
we have our, our league and our practices and our four or five tournaments, but if we wanted to take a, a quote-unquote tournament team and take the top three to five players off of those two teams and combine them into a tournament team and have them play a couple of extra tournaments together, that's an idea that we're tossing around as well. So your structuring of your teams is what you want to talk about. Uh, your summer league and, and, and your summer involvement in the sense of competitions. What do you want your youth teams to do in the summertime? Uh, for us, uh, we want to have as many of our teams as possible play in a four-on-four league at a neighboring high school in the Omaha area. It's, it's, it's low press, pressure. Excuse me. Uh, it, it teaches our kids to play. They get a lot of reps, but it's not so overwhelming that it feels like all they're doing is playing basketball. Uh, another thing we talked about was summer, uh, camps and open gyms, uh, our summer camps here locally within our school district. What are we going to offer for when, for how much, and also open gym sessions and fundamental sessions. Uh, one of the things I really emphasize to my youth coaches is how can we get more second graders, third graders, fourth graders into these open gym sessions and fundamental sessions for a couple of days a week for an hour or so each time to work on their fundamental skills. So that's what we that's another thing that we talked about is what can we do there. Uh, we talked about our, our practices, leagues, and tournaments, and we were pretty happy altogether with practicing twice a week, with uh, enrolling in one league that they're going to get about eight or nine games in, and playing in four or five tournaments. We feel like the sweet spot for most youth-level teams, especially sixth grade and below, is somewhere around 25 to 30 games throughout the season. And we, we want to do enough so that they're getting reps, but we don't want to do so much that kids are getting burnt out. And, and we do that so that we keep as many kids involved in our program as we possibly can. So that's something that we talked about last night. We also talked about uh, bringing in maybe some skill folks, uh, some skill development people. Uh, in our region of the country, uh, we have a group called Warwick Workouts out of South Dakota that will come in and work with, uh, for a fee, they'll come in and work with youth for a Saturday morning or an afternoon for three or four hours and, and basically have a, a one-day camp of fundamentals. And that's something that we talked about doing in addition to our regular practices, just to bring in somebody new and different for the kids to hear and see from. Um, <clears throat> we talked about in our community in the fall and the winter, we want to keep our kids in our community playing for our organization, our youth organization. But we talked about, you know, hey, it's okay if you want to seek out, again, in our geography, in our, in our region, a, a club team like an all-Nebraska attack or an Omaha Sports Academy or a Hoffman Hoops or whatever it may be, uh, we would, you know, we're more than okay with with. Uh, a fifth grader, a sixth grader, a seventh grader going out and, and seeking and, and, and even our high school kids uh, playing with somebody. Uh, the more they're playing, the better that they're getting. Now, another thing that we talked about right after that was retaining our players within our program. We want to keep as many of our sixth graders playing for our sixth grade program as possible and not seeking out in the fall and the winter to play for a, a club program. Now, in certain situations, like we're in a situation with one of our classes in our school district where we only have about four or five girls playing basketball. Obviously, that's not enough to have a have a team. So those four or five girls have sought out uh, some organizations to play with outside of our our program. And that's the hand that we're dealt. And, and so hopefully, 
in the next couple of months, we can encourage more girls from that grade to come and play for our youth program so that we can have everybody playing here together. That's what we hope to do. Uh, we talked about the overall philosophy of our program, what my vision of our program is. Um, we talked about competitiveness, and, and you know, for every parent that is you know, burnt out by the end of the season. You have families and players that want more, and it's never, uh, never enough. And that's okay. Everybody is is built differently. Every player is different. Every family is different. Um, but we want to be as consistent as we can with our philosophy. We, in our situation, in a small school, we want to keep as many players involved as possible. Uh, but, however, you know, we need to be competitive and we want to be in competitive and we want to encourage competitiveness and and when they when they start keeping score yeah we we do want to win but not we don't want to sell our souls to win especially at the youth level uh, a couple more things that we talked about was possibly having a a youth camp after school during the fall kind of that time period between uh the break between fall uh volleyball in our state and and winter basketball starting maybe doing some stuff after school with that um and another thing is, you know, would we consider hiring a, and I use air quotes with hiring, a junior high coach to coach our junior high team uh, to, to, to slowly kind of allow parents to let go the coaching of their children and also to allow parents to just, hey, I'm just a, I'm just a mom or dad here and I just want to go in and, and watch my kid play and not feel the expectation of having to coach my kid year in and year out. I'm willing to do it, but you know, every, you know, sometimes I just want to go to the gym and watch my kid play. And so could we hire somebody to coach our, especially our higher level, our seventh and eighth grade teams, uh, so that again, we begin that process of letting things go. And there's a, there's a, it's a lot more of a neutral look at the team. Uh, even your best uh, parents that are coaches are going to be accused of crazy stuff by people who maybe aren't getting what they want out of the situation. So those are some of the things that we talked about and, and we're evaluating with our youth team at the end of our season here. If you had to have anything to add, uh, you know, please put it in the comments with this podcast. I, I think it's something that we're, we're all trying to do. We all realize that uh, the development of our youth programs, especially in smaller communities, are the lifeblood of any good high school program. And so many of us are focused on that. So this has been Foundation Friday number 101, evaluating your youth program at the end of the season. I hope uh, this was able to help some folks out. So coaches, as always, let's be sure to hone our craft one day at a time.